This is the Lindell Report, bringing you news combined with hope by offering practical and achievable action points to assist you in defending and preserving faith and freedoms. And now, here is your host, Mike Lindell. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a two-hour special on the Lindell Report. Um, if you're tuning in for uh, Pete, or no, let's see, if it's Stu Peters, uh, you can go right below it, the square right below us on Lindell TV 2. Uh, Brandon, or I mean, uh, Logan, he's starting right now his show on that on that Lindell TV 2, right? Okay, and, and everybody, if you're just tuning in, this will be a two-hour special um, on the Lindell Report. Uh, if you're looking, once again, if you're looking for Stu Peters, he's on Lindell TV 2. By the way, he'll, um, he, he'll be there every night on Lindell TV 2 at 5 p.m. Central and a bonus at 10 p.m. Central uh, right here on Lindell TV 1. Uh, and that's at 10 o'clock tonight. So if you if you were coming in to see Pete right now and you, and you want to stay Steve, here with the Lindell or Stu, I'm sorry. If you want to... I just got a request for don't, Pete don't, Billy to be on his show here. Don't insult Stu like that. Yeah, 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 yeah I just got to think. Yeah. Well, they could, could be vice versa. That's right. You never know. You never know. They're both good guys. Yeah. They're both good guys. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so anyway, tomorrow uh, or tonight, you can see at 10 o'clock at uh, uh, see Stu Peters tonight, 10 o'clock p.m. right here on T Lindell TV1. Or right below us, his show is starting on uh, Lindell TV2. Uh, if all of you, uh, I want to, um, I'll put in a commercial right now because it's going to be, we put a lot into these shows. Go to Frank's speech right here, everybody, uh, and go to the specials. If you look to on the stream here, it says my, you have my sheets for as low as $29.99 and the queen set for as low as $49.99. Those are the Giza Dream sheets where the queen size is normally like 170 some dollars. Why can they be this low? A couple reasons. One is obviously we have no a very no box stores have the sheets, no shopping channels, and uh, we're passing the savings on to you. But besides that, this additional savings is we have colors, we have stripes, flannels, and uh, um, other colors that are um, are either uh, we're reducing inventory or closing them out completely for the. Uh, um, and that we're introducing new colors next fall. We will not be getting it once this, once these, uh, uh, I believe it's uh, Giza 88 or Giza 90. They're, they all have numbers, Brandon. And once this crop is gone, that, this, that I bought the whole crop, this crop of uh, cotton is gone. We can't get it for this price anymore. So when they are gone, they are gone. We're not going to be able to bring in... Uh, um, uh, this price will probably be triple is because cotton just keeps going up and up. These are, these are, uh, sheets that I've already bought. And, uh, so we're passing the savings on to you. Plus all the other savings. Um, we just did a show too on, um, or we just did a spot, a commercial for mystore.com. You guys can all go there to mystore.com, which is also based right here at Frank's Beach, but put in mystore.com. And there you can get, Brandon, we have, it's called the Bionic Wrench. Um, these are entrepreneurs that have the most unique products. And this product was a huge success at QVC for this entrepreneur. And uh, 
Um, we've got him now over at, uh, we took, I'm taking in as one of our drivers to you that you guys will never see this. This product is so amazing. And, uh, and you're getting the lowest price ever on that. Um, and uh, you get over there, you can find all kinds of products there uh, from entrepreneurs from around our country. And they're either USA entrepreneurs and or products from here. Some things, remember, can't be made here, but we still, uh, if they're innovative and, uh, and as long as they're not from China, you're going to see them on, you're going to see them on our thing here. So, um, um, but they, um, I'm on, I'm on Facebook live here. It's a two hour special, everybody. Um, um, a two, two hour special. And now, Brent, I might have to shut that off. You know how they do that, that calling when I'm doing their exactly. shows, right? Exactly. You know, whatever. that one caller, he'll, he doesn't want the word to get out, everybody. Um, so we might have to lose Facebook Live. But let's start. We've got a couple things we're going to tell you all about tonight. And that is um, um, the one is the big report that came out. Why don't we start with that? Um, I'm going to, um, Brandon, I'm going to get, if you're going to show it on yeah. the screen, this is, this is the big news today. It just came out today. I had, uh, Tim Rantham on my radio show and also here on Frank's speech at the one o'clock hour about this for a few minutes. Uh, this is the report. It's available. Uh, it's supposed to be at Frank. Uh, I don't know if Logan, if you can check, but we asked them to put it at Frank where they could find it, but it's, yeah, uh, it is. Yeah. It is. It's the third square down. Okay, good. There we go. So you guys can find this at frankspeech.com. As you can see, it's um, got the Great Seal of Wisconsin, Office of Special Counsel, Office of the Special Counsel, Second Interim Investigation, came out today, March 1st. Now remember, folks, this is a, the former Justice of the, US, of, of the State Supreme Court in Wisconsin, appointed by Speaker of Wisconsin, Robin Voss, who on audio at a station last week said pulling down the election is unconstitutional. That is not what the former member of the Wisconsin Supreme Court, Mr. Gableman, declared in his report. He declared, if you want to go right to the bottom line, absolutely by state and federal law, the legislature of Wisconsin and any other state can pull down an election. And he also right. recommends they, a process to do that more easily. Right, it's to decertify their electorals that they turn in, everybody. It's what we've been talking about here. Uh, we've been talking about it since November 4th, or for sure since last, a year ago, Jan, December 14th. Uh, what, what, uh, and I'm going to ask Brandon about this report because you've had a chance to read it. I have not, um, but um, yeah, you've answered the big question is, is because it's funny that all the constitutional lawyers and this guy being an ex-Supreme Court judge, uh, state Supreme Court of Wisconsin, they all say it is constitutional, it's in the Constitution to to decertify an election in a state. Plus, Brandon, you might, I don't know if you know that uh, every election in our country's history where they found out a crime was committed, election fraud, um, and they found out the other person won, that person goes back in immediately. It's always happened that way. And, uh, and that's where we get to, uh, remember if you pull down these electors, though, decertify, you need three states to pull Joe Biden under 270. And then it's a whole, it's in the constitution. It'll all go back to all the states, uh, to vote. I, I believe they get one vote. Uh, per state, uh, um, it's a different kind of a goes back a to the vote. house. Goes back to the house of representatives. 
House of Representatives, that's correct. Um, and by the so, way, let me, uh, mention, so I wanna... if I can real quick, you mentioned Joe Biden. The State of the Union is tonight, and uh, on my show tonight, I will be carrying the feed of the State of the Union in one box, and then in another box will be myself, and the other box will be a journalist and researcher and author Leo Holman, and we will be commenting as Joe Biden gives his State of the Union address. When he says something that we have to refute, we'll mute his microphone and we will respond and then go back. And so we're providing running color commentary to the State of the Union. It is a Lindell TV special broadcast tonight. Well, what are you going to do if every statement's a lie? You're going to miss every other lie. We'll have to go back and watch again and pick up what we left off. Yeah, you might. You <laughs> might. Uh, I mean, you got to, obviously every. I'm almost everything will be a lie, and it will. It will. Everybody. The most is. I'm expecting the biggest lie in history tonight. Um, uh, remember, well, the biggest lie was what they said was the big lie. The big lie was the big lie, and that's this whole the whole 2020 election. Um, Brent, I want to ask you, so every, I'm going to recap, too, what we're going to be talking about in this hour. Um, I, um, I actually met um, uh, the Supreme Court, um, ex, our ex-Supreme Court Justice Gableman, um, and uh, I did meet him. It turns out he did go to the Cyber Symposium. He was uh, there? there many, he was at it? There were, many, there were many state officials that came to the Cyber Symposium. And he was one of them. So he wow. hopefully that we have, we played a little part of planting seeds of corruption, uh, which we did in every state by that cyber symposium. One of the most successful um, events ever. I, seriously, what's manifested from that cyber symposium and um, to all these states is just so encouraging, everybody. But today was a day long waited for. Um, last summer. Um, Robin Voss, Speaker of the House, yes, he did assign, I think it was even last spring, where he put uh, Justice Gableman in charge of the investigating Wisconsin, all the crime of Wisconsin. Now, now, if everyone knows, in the last nine months or last year in Wisconsin, um, other states would argue, but it's more solid. When we say solid, these are, these are evidence like uh, the Racine County Sheriff doing a five-month investigation and 60,000 votes, all you know, that done illegally with the Wisconsin or the, the Wisconsin Election Committee, which is corrupt. They have uh, five of the six were uh, they were up on felony charges, they were all dismissed. Everything gets everything gets um, what do you call buried? It's the big cover up, everybody. Well, as, as we know, Robin Voss, who had Gableman do the investigation, you are correct, Brandon. He uh, he um. As the evidence started coming up, even before the report today, uh, Tim Rampin, who is a uh, he's a representative in in um, is he a senator representative? He's a representative. He's a state representative. A representative in the state of Wisconsin, and he put um, I believe it was about a month ago. Everybody, you've seen it right here on Frank's speech. He put up a bill, and someone need, and they still need a senator to join him to decertify Wisconsin. And we're, we're going to put another Wisconsin, your, your state's right up here on Frank's Beach. You just scroll down and click on it. You can call every one of your senators and representatives to join Tim to decertify Wisconsin. Well, that sat there until Robin Voss all of a sudden took away Tim's staff. Now, this is a Republican. Robin Voss, shame on you, Robin Voss. You took away Tim's staff, and then you attacked the, all the evidence that was already out there. 
we might, I don't know, did to get to the DA to say don't press charges against uh, the WEC? You need to explain yourself, Robin Voss. It, it really is shameful what you've done. You know, um, it's unexplainable right now, but I can't say anything, but it's a shame on you, um, you know, for what you, the obstructionist you've tried to be. Well, today, Brandon, it sounds like um, the good news is that now this is a, is this report? Is it a? Is it a full report? Is it a preliminary report? What? What do you? What is it? Well, this is this is a hundred and thirty-six report. If we go back up to the uh, title, to the headline, it tells. One hundred and thirty-six page report. Yep, one hundred thirty-six. It's the second interim investigative report on the apparatus and procedures of the Wisconsin election system. So it's his okay. second report. And now, and now, and now, can you give us? Uh, if you read through it, is there? Um, one of the, I guess, the one of the biggest bombshells is he's saying 100 percent they can de decertify Wisconsin. Does he suggest decertifying Wisconsin? Uh, he actually says, um, so we can see right here on the screen. Uh, such, this is his first comment about decertification. Such processes might establish administrative or legal rights, or establish opportunities to raise or expedite decertification procedures on the floor of the House. So he goes on to talk about the need to to how to do this. Easily, but here's the here it is on page 131. Here's how what he says: Certification of electors in a state is a quintessential political act delegated by the United States Constitution to state legislatures, which may voluntarily adopt re revocable and defeasible rules to guide the process. Wisconsin election law does not explicitly authorize the decertification of electors, but neither does it prohibit it. For this reason. The U.S. Constitution and the gap-filling common law against which backdrop the federal and Wisconsin constitutions were adopted provide the ultimate guidance. And under those two documents, it is clear that the Wisconsin legislature could lawfully take steps to decertify electors in any presidential election. For example, in light of violations of state election law that did or likely could have affected the outcome of the election. Furthermore, notwithstanding... The current debate over amending the Federal Electoral Count Act, the supreme responsibility for running state elections in Wisconsin, is vested in our state legislature, not any other state instrumentality, and not the federal government. So it belongs to the legislature, he says. Then he provides the same thing we've quoted here before, Mike. The U.S. Constitution provides in relevant respect that, quote, each state shall appoint in such a manner as the legislature therefore may direct a number of electors equal to the whole number of senators and representatives to which the state may be entitled in the Congress, end quote. Of course, that's U.S. Constitution, Article 2. Uh, Section 1, Clause 2. Now listen, this is a direct delegation to each state legislature. It is not a delegation to the Wisconsin governor or to the Wisconsin Election Commission and its, and its legislature. In other words, it's not to all three. It's only to one, the legislature. The framers knew how, how to delegate to, respectively, state legislators or state executives or to both acting concurrently. In other words, they knew how to write things to spread out the, uh, the, the, the uh, rights or responsibilities, but he says, compare this with uh, the United States shall guarantee every state in the Union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion. Hey, and Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Yes. Brandon. That's a, we've read a lot of that in yes. the Supreme Court complaint, the original right. one. I know right. we're waiting for the, I know we're waiting for the other Supreme Court complaint to come out here in March, but, uh, but originally, that I, we read, well, that was a lot of that verbiage was in there. I want to ask you about that. Um, so, 
basically what the Judge Gableman here is setting the stage is saying why it is legal to decertify them. But I, I think one thing, key piece in there, everybody, is this. I don't. I think a lot of legislatures, and I think we are learning as an American, as, as people, that we're learning that the legislators have all the power, and they have. And I think a lot of them don't even realize how much how much power they carry. They don't need to be, um, you know, all the illegal things that were done by these secretary of states and these governors during the 2020 election. I wonder if they even knew, Brandon, that they, uh, you know. How much power that they have to, uh, uh, they're the ones responsible for turning in those electors. They're also the ones that are responsible for decertifying those electors. Okay. And I think they all need to know that. They don't get to slide on this. If they do, I'm calling them out as traitors. Um, if this, all this, all this evidence and everything that's there now documented, and now we have another investigation here that just got done. This report by this judge, Gableman, and what we're going to read here tonight. If you're if you're a le if you're a re representative or a senator, obviously you've seen this. I believe they have to take a look at it. If you watch this and you see this, and I don't even know if this is his. I've heard there's even a follow up report to come, Brandon. Yep. But I could be wrong. Um, but all I know is if you don't get to decertify, if you don't vote to decertify, shame on you then I believe you're as, you're as bad as the people that did this to our country and to the state of Wisconsin because yes. you're part of the cover-up then. You'll have to live with this. You'll have to live with your neighbors. You'll have to live with looking in the mirror every day. You'll have to live with your families, knowing that you with the, that you played a part in the worst crime in the history of the world. And that's that's where we're at. So why when, don't when we tell it, um, get to some stuff that's in there if we can get yeah, past the, let me skip, the legal so, jargon. Yeah, we'll go past the legal jargon. Here's, here's a powerful, on page 132, Justice Gableman writes, quote, This report has documented not just one, but a great collection of Wisconsin election law violations. As a political matter, the actions of state actors certifying electors in any presidential election can be reconsidered as the Wisconsin legislature sees fit using in planetary power under Article 2 of the federal constitution as recognized in McPherson and B versus Gore. Indeed, McPherson noted that, quote, there is no doubt of the right of the legislature to resume the power at any time, end quote. Then he goes on to say the process of presidential elections can be conceived as having Five steps. One, certification pursuant to state law. Two, the arrival of the safe harbor date specified in the Electoral Count Act purporting to make conclusive the determination of election contests in the courts. We'll skip on down through all that legalese. And then he goes on to say that basically because there has been all of these uh, election law violations, uh, that he believes he's he clearly is laying the premise that can why you would read, can you read 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 just one of them when, when so we know I mean and then who put these put these in place most of them were put in by the Wisconsin Election Committee correct uh, yes that's right the Wisconsin Election okay, Commission and everybody I want to I want to tell everybody the Wisconsin Election Committee is uh, most states don't have that they have what's called a Secretary of State. In Wisconsin, they kind of took away the Secretary of State's power and gave it to this committee. And I believe it's a six-person committee. Five of them are corrupt. Five of them are corrupt. They were all press charges. They were going to be all press charges 
they all committed felonies. And that just a couple weeks ago, everything was dropped. And we don't know why. They committed the crimes, but they didn't have to do the time. I don't know. But I will tell you this. They're traitors. They're traitors, Brandon. We're going to leave no traitor left behind. I will promise the American people that no traitor will go uncovered and we left behind. Just because they, they're not sitting behind bars, we're going to keep calling out these traitors all the time as long as we can. There, as long as we have Frank speech going, I will call them out on my show. As soon as we get through this, every one of them, until they end up in prison or repent for their for what they've done, it's disgusting what they did in the state of Wisconsin. Now, remember, so let's go through. Remember, they this give is us a, a hundred and thirty-six page report. So, at the bottom of page one thirty-five, we get to the meat. Thus, it is clear that the Wisconsin legislature, acting without the concurrence of the governor, could decertify the certified electors in the 2020 presidential election. Two steps would be required for it to do so. First, the legislature would need a majority of both the houses to pass a resolution concluding that the 2020 election was A, held in violation of state law, as detailed in this report. Listen to that. Held in violation of state law, as detailed in this report. So he's providing the information that shows that the election was held in violation of state law. Hold it. Brandon, Brandon, do you mean that we don't have to listen to, like, I'm looking on Facebook here that says uh, um, all these trolls saying, where's the evidence? You mean it's right here in a in a, sen- in a judge? Yeah. Uh, Supreme Court state judge, yep. Gableman. Yep. It's right here in his report his nine month of investigation yep. his team and all the evidence they found uh, um basically he didn't say just evidence it's fact yep in this report facts that can decertify the state of wisconsin they yep. don't even have to look anymore the next person that comes up to me and says there's more evidence coming there's more evidence coming you guys we've had all the evidence since a year ago november everybody you know enough this is, is like enough. Let's get this. Let's get Wisconsin decertified. Maybe they can beat Arizona. Keep reading, Brandon. By the way, this is like having someone go to the doctor, have a screening, have a blood test, and the X-rays show a tumor. The blood work shows you've got, you know, infection. You got all this evidence of cancer, and yet the patient says, "I need more evidence." I mean, at what point do you need more evidence? We could do evidence all day long upon evidence, and he's saying, "Look." We've got, he actually makes references to the fact we've got all this evidence plus other places there's evidence. But he's saying, look, just right here is enough, right here. So he says, A, held in violation of state law as detailed in this report or other sources in one or more respects. And B, the degree of violation of state law in place on November 3rd, 2020 rose to the level that fraud or other illegitimacy, uh, illegality under Wisconsin law could have affected the outcome. Using any evidentiary test for certainty, the legislature agreed should apply, for instance, and a preponderance, etc. So if there's enough evidence, here we go. And then he says, second, the legislature would not, excuse me, the legislature would need to invoke and then exercise its plenary power to designate the slate of electors it thought best accorded with the outcome of the election, 
had it been run legally in accord with the state election laws in effect on November 3rd, 2020. This would lead to decertifying the relevant electors if the legislature concluded that they were not the slate of electors that best accorded with the election if run consistent with all relevant Wisconsin laws in effect on election day. Wow. Wow. Well, this is, uh, if you're just tuning in, everybody, um, by the way, um, Stu Peters is on the channel below us on Lindell TV, too. This is an emergency report. Uh, this is uh, uh, exclusive, uh, at least I know. I don't know any other mainstream media. Maybe Steve Bannon also reported it. But this is breaking news out of Chicago, um, out of the, out of Wisconsin. We've been waiting for the Supreme, this ex-Supreme Court judge that was in charge of the whole Wisconsin investigation. Judge Gableman came out with his report today. And yes... Believe it or not, wait a minute, it's all true. There was the Wisconsin, Donald Trump won Wisconsin. We already knew that by a landslide. But he's got all what it does in this in this uh, report, though, it says you can decertify Wisconsin legally. It's in the Constitution. And the biggest thing, Brandon, we, now we have just another, another place of uh, thousands of documents of election crime where we can say, hey, here's a nine-month investigation, and here's all the crime they did in Wisconsin. Yep. And, and done at the highest levels. I want everybody to realize, in Wisconsin, it was done at the highest level, the Wisconsin Election Committee. Brandon, you know, when our leaders go south on us, um, you know, where do you go? You know, this is, uh, this is when... You know, you have the, the the Secretary of States are supposed to be in uh, you know in charge of these elections, but the legislatures make the laws. So when the, when the Secretary of State went 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 bad on us, I think Soros knew what he was doing when he started dipping in and getting those appointed. Didn't you? Don't Absol you? Absolutely, absolutely. You know? And then and then you go after you go after the Secretary of State, and then you go after the DAs like they've done in Texas and. Take away uh, Ken Paxton. Uh, have you heard any story? But as we, as we, I know we want to go further. Have you heard anything? Maybe we can get some, some news, some updates. What's going on in Texas? I'm in Texas for the, where the, um, and I'm gonna, huh, I'm gonna do this when we go to break here. You guys remind me, Brandon. We have evidence of fraud in Texas during the primary here. You're gonna see. I'm gonna show you a tape. We have people behind the scenes. They tape one of the precincts, Brandon where they went in there, a Republican went in to vote. They said, we don't have enough people in here. If you're voting Republican, you have to leave. We don't have enough workers. If, you vote, if you're voting Democrat, you can stay. I find that hard to believe, but we got the tape. We'll play it when we, uh, when we go to break. Excellent. Well, I want you to know, um, I, I, I've been looking over this document and using my software to total some words. So, Mike, how many times do you think the name Zuckerberg is used in this report? Well, if, I'd say, is it spelled Zuckerberg? Is it spelled Zuckerberg? I'd say, unless he quoted me, it would be, uh, but Zuckerberg, uh, let's see. We'll go with um, uh, 20. No. Higher. Higher. Uh, 50. Higher. 100. Higher. 200. 159. 159 times. Uh, so 
obviously if they're mentioning him, he might have committed some crimes in Wisconsin. In fact, this is about it. Show the screen, Logan. Right there at the table of contents, chapter one, the Center for Tech and Civic Lives, over $8 million Zuckerberg plan grant with the cities of Milwaukee, okay? So I'm just going to keep hitting the arrow. Again, Zuckerberg, 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 Zuckerberg. I could sit here and do this 159 times. Wow. As I sit here on Facebook Live, I normally have 10,000 people streaming in, and I'm sitting at 708 now. You guys hear about this and all you bots, and most of them are not about half from our bots and trolls. But I think the people, when they, it's nice when the people get on my Facebook Live, they attack the bots and trolls, and then uh, they seem to go away. They give them love, you know, and, yep. uh, you know, they, they tell them we're praying for them, whatever these guys that sit in the room and write these things. I'm sitting here um, doing this. We're only on 43, 44, 45. Yeah. I mean, it's all so Mark, the board. So, so Mark Zuckerberg, Zuckerbuck, Zuckerbuck, um, well, just so everybody knows, uh, he, I, I believe he worked in cahoots with the WEC in Wisconsin to put all these brow uh, boxes in place. And what what did he do? Can you name or pull a couple things out there illegal? Let's hear a couple of Mark's crimes because we want to know when, when we melt down the machines and Mark, Mark ends up going to prison. We'd like to hear just a couple of his crimes here. We'll call it a... Uh, a crime teaser. This well, there are a couple crime teasers, Brandon. I, I guess this uh, Center for Tech and Civic Lives. Uh, this is a Zucker, part of the Zuckerberg organizations that he funded. Nearly nine million. The Zuckerberg plan grants being run in the cities of Milwaukee, Madison, Racine, Kenosha, and Green Bay, constituting election bribery under Wisconsin statute twelve point one one. So there you go. He's already being accused with the plan of the Zuckerberg plan being grants that would be election bribery in these Democratic-dominated cities. Just, I mean, we're just on page seven, Mike. Wow. And, you know, remember when it was, when, uh, um, you know, all these things, these, and these aren't even PACs, right? That the, he got around like even super PACs, right? He, did he go and make deals with cities and under-the-table deals with these boxes? Didn't he do it in other, is this, was it his boxes in Georgia where they caught all the mules? Uh, I don't know if those are all his boxes, but we have been told by Garland Favorito that some of those boxes were provided by him, and Garland's reported that some of the money to put in the cameras and monitor were provided by him, which then are so far away you can't identify the car, what's being done, the right. whole nine yards. Well, I suppose if you pay for the cameras, you can get the quality you want and put them. I suppose they had to socially safe distance some from the from the person, you know, to weaponize this China, China virus in case somebody breathed on the camera, right, Brandon? And yes. So you put them a quarter, quarter mile away. Yeah, you couldn't see them. You couldn't see. Absolutely not. We've shown some of that footage on on one of the pages here as part of the election bribery scheme. Logan, if you want to show that, as part of the election bribery scheme. This, this is the uh, CTCL, wow. that's this organization that was getting this funding from Zuckerberg, was reaching out to the five largest cities in Wisconsin, and the CTCL wanted information from those cities and determining how to provide money to those cities to facilitate increased in-person and absentee voting. This program and the larger amount of grant money, listen now, was not, not available to any cities or counties in Wisconsin other than the five largest cities. These five cities began to identify themselves and to be identified by the CTCL as the Zuckerberg Five. So they were referring to themselves this way, I guess. 
uh, including a letterhead with the five city seals. Whitney May, Director of Government Services at CTCL, wrote to representatives of the other Zuckerberg Five Cities on August 18, 2020, stating, quote, You are the famous Wisconsin Five. Excited to see November be an even bigger success for you and your teams, end quote. So the former, chief, uh, the former, justice, a former justice with the Wisconsin Supreme Court put by the Speaker of the House of Wisconsin as a special investigator, his report today says, that there was a bribery scheme through this CTCL, Zuckerberg-funded group, to the tune of about $9 million, and it was a bribery scheme. Wow. Hey, if you're just tuning in, everybody, Stu Peters is at Lindell TV 2 right below us. Uh, he'll be there every day at 5 p.m. Central. And and also, re-ran, we have your request to re-ran at 10 p.m. Uh, Central time on Lindell TV 1. What we're doing is we're going through a, a report. This is breaking news. It's, we've, it's what we've been waiting for. The state of Wisconsin and our country has been waiting for uh, this report from, uh, he's an ex-Supreme Court Judge Gableman. He was assigned by uh, um, terrible Robin Voss, who's the Speaker of the House in Wisconsin. Robin Voss said, here, go out and investigate this. Well, then once he realized he's finding stuff, Robin tries to shut stuff down. But in spite of all that, Judge Gableman got it done. We're reading this great report with all this evidence. And granted, it's not subjective evidence, is it? No, he's laying out documentation. And what's very interesting, uh, Mike, is this section here. It is not believed that the common councils of the other four cities of the Zuckerberg Five were asked to vote on the $100,000 grants they were being given, except perhaps long after they had already received the money and committed to accepting the larger grant and its conditions. For example, the city of Madison received the $10,000, even though on July 13, 2020, Mary Beth uh, Witzel-Bell, the Madison city clerk, wrote that, quote, Common Council has yet to accept the $10,000, end quote. So it seemed as though even some folks in these cities didn't really know what was going on. This was just uh, kind of... Uh, those were called, those were pre-brine. Kind of <laughs> like, uh, you know, the mafia, the, the, the loan shark coming up to you and going, here, take some money here. Just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Here it is. Well, what's the conditions for it? Oh, don't worry about it. You just, it's, you just hang on to it. You know, what did, uh, what was the money for when you say these grants? What does that mean for people tuning in? What grants for what? Well, he says right here, uh, the other election purpose was to fuse together the CC, CTCL, this group. They're allied private corporations to get them together, align the private corporations, the Zuckerberg Five, and the nearly $9 million of private funding into joint operations in that group of cities where the focus would be on facilitating increased in-person absentee voting, particularly in their, quote, communities of color, end quote. So they were, they were trying to target money toward Democrat sectors and money that was not offered outside of these five cities. So in particular, they were going after, in this example, communities of color increased their voting because they assumed because they were people of color, they would therefore vote Democrat, apparently, which I think in itself is, is sounds a little racist to me because you're a certain pig skin, you know, skin tone. Well, no, it really is. I've, I've had, I've, you know, when I spent all my time down in downtown Minneapolis, we, we had to, the stuff with it that goes on that they, they have to put up with. It's, it's like, uh, you know, all this, all the, uh, 
when you start getting into addiction and stuff that they are uh, when they were passing out remember a couple of months ago passing out crack pipes and then right. they're they're saying uh, we're doing it because of they said they were giving a giveaway the crack pipes and the drug things to make it a to to be fair to all races i didn't know that drugs took a took a um uh, chose who was who was doing the drugs. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, when I when I was a crack addict, it was uh, it was anybody that was doing crack was considered the addict. Not just uh, you know what they tried to do. Our, and then the, then the government backs off and says, "Oh, we weren't talking about crack pipes. Just just uh, er, just needles and everything else. Um, we uh, the crack pipes was a mistake. You know, but it's all it was all racist. That was all racist too. Um, this guy it's disgusting that they uh targeted the these five cities and the inner cities yeah and so what do you got what, do you, what else got there you're right they started giving them small little grants and then after they would do what they were asked to do as far as it looked like paperwork and information they wanted then they get larger and you can see from here green bay you can see the amounts of money they got green bay over a million kenosha eight almost nine hundred nine hundred thousand madison about 1.3 million milwaukee 2.1 million uh, Racine, about 942000 Now listen to this. What he says, what they say here is that this brought the total grants to the Zuckerberg Five to over $6 million, $6.3 million. Each of the Zuckerberg Five expressly or impliedly accepted the large grant, grant money. And then they go on to say that currently the CCTL's plan to provide the Zuckerberg Five with over $6 million in grant money, the agents began to inform the Zuckerberg Five of the conditions and the consideration for that grant money. In other words, these grants were not for purely altruistic purposes, as, quote, strings, in quote, were clearly attached. So they weren't doing this, Mike, because they wanted to see voting across the board all over Wisconsin with any people group, uh, any political party. Hey, it's just like we're a free country. Voting's great. Republican, Democrat, independent, white, black. We don't care. Just go vote, people. No, it was targeted cities, targeted groups, it was a bribery scheme, he says. Right, absolutely. Well, it's a, it's a, you know, that's where they weaponize everything, and they use the money, you know, down in Georgia, giving everybody when they ballot harvested ten dollars a vote, and now you're you're bribing these counties or whatever with this money, and saying you do this, and you, uh, um, basically, it's Democrat areas, probably eighty percent. Who knows how much percentage Democrat that they're doing? And uh, Brandon, you know, when you talk about Zuckerberg, Zuckerbuck did the same thing over in, in uh, uh, Michigan, and I've been over in Michigan now. I've just talked to them, and they're trying to get a petition to get down all these illegal things that were put in. They need 500,000 voters signed on. They're getting a petition, and guess what they're doing there? They're paying people, Brandon, to not sign the petition. I mean, let's think about this. They're paying people to not sign the petition. It's almost unbelievable what they're doing. Well, then we have a massive, what appears to be a massive conflict of interest. As you'll see, uh, Gableman reports that Michael Spitzer Rubenstein was listed as a CTCL grant mentor who was directing election administration in Green Bay. <laughs> okay, he's directing election administration in Green Bay while working for this group funded by, by uh, Zuckerberg He's listed as a CTCL grant men mentor. So this is a clearly a conflict of interest, Mike, don't you think? Well, it, it is. It is. And, you know, every day I just think to myself, where's, 
where's the moral compass of people? Are this many people? Now you're getting into all the bad people. You know, we know we knew Mark Zuckerberg is a bad guy, but you get into all these other people, and and um, you wonder, you know, where, how do they look themselves in the mirror? Is it all about? Do they really like communism? Do they like socialism? Did they, you know, what's the agendas behind this for so many of these corrupt criminals and traitors to our country? And uh, it's. Um, I guess, you know, I'm, I, I, as you go through this, I, I'm just going to keep telling people, you, you know, if you live in the state of Wisconsin and, and you, um, or even in the United States here, you should encourage, get on, get on Frank's speech here, go click on this, this outline of the state of Wisconsin and call or write every single representative and le legislator in Wisconsin, all the senators, tell them. You, now you have this report. You have what you need. Go join Tim Rathman and decertify Wisconsin. Come on. This is a, if, if, if we're otherwise, every, each and every one of you, you're going to go down as the biggest traitors to the United States of America that ever lived. Ever. You're traitors. If you don't sign on to decertify Wisconsin, then you're as guilty as the people that did it because now you know they did it. You know who did it? And you know why they did it, and you know when they did it, you have everything. And you also have the legal pathway under the Constitution of the United States to decertify Wisconsin. So every one of you legislatures, before this hour's up, Brandon, we're going to put up their phone numbers, and we're going to go through a page and take screenshots of them and say, now you guys know. You guys have all this evidence now. It's right in your lap. You had it before with the Racine County Sheriff's um, investigation. Now you have a person that your own Robin Voss signed it to, to do this investigation, and his report came back being an ex-judge, ex-Supreme Court judge in your state. I mean, you know what? Hold down Wisconsin. Be an example to this country. Instead of being a traitor, be a but be a hero. All you that have stood on the fence with no courage there in Wisconsin, um, we're not talking about the one that's uh, a complete traitor. That gal, that gal out of Chippewa Falls, she better, she better lead the charge because when Kathleen, she tried Kathleen to do Kathleen Bernier, Kathleen Bernier, Kathleen Bernier, you tried to cover this up and let's not look at 2020. Anybody that does it's just a big charade. Are you going to say it again, Kathleen Bernier? You better lead the charge and say I was woo 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 wrong. Kathleen, you're a traitor to our country if you don't sign that tomorrow morning. You're the one that should go on with Tim. Sign on. But I think she's a representative. They need a senator. Is that correct, Brandon? She is a state senator. She could do it. She's a, she's state, a senator. state senator. Kathleen Bernier, you need to sign on with Tim Rathman and get this thing to the floor and get this constant decertified. Enough's enough. The American people, everyone in this country wants this pulled down and we want this election picked. We want the machines gone. Everybody, just so you know, everybody, this rides on the uh, the next hour after uh, this is a two-hour special here on, on Lindell T on Lindell the Lindell report on Lindell TV. Here we are talking about Wisconsin. The great this report that came that dropped in Wisconsin today. This months and months and months of investigation. It's over, everybody. All the legislators and, and have the uh, have all the evidence now they need, and they have the pathway. Pull it down. 
Uh, the second half of the hour, we're going to talk about the, uh, uh, or the second hour, we're going to talk about the Dominion and the, all the electro electronic machines. We are doing a class action lawsuit, everybody, uh, to their defective products, just like bad brakes on a car, everybody. Oh, yeah. You know what? Imagine bad brakes on a car. You've seen the movies where they fiddle with the brakes. So you not only have bad brakes on the cars, the guys that made the machine or that are, that are, that are behind all these machines, but then you've got the criminals that use them. Would um, you like so to know the word dominion appears in this report eight times. Fraud. Oh, wow. Fraud. I'll show you what they say, what he says about them. Fraud, 32 times. Boxes, as in drop boxes, the word boxes, 60 times. The word ballot drop boxes, 31 times. Just the initials, WEC, Wisconsin Election Commission, just those initials, 145 times. I've just been. Well, those are the criminals. You've got to mention the criminals, the WEC. So notice we'll Zuckerberg, great. Zuckerberg, 159, and WEC, 145. So almost exactly the same. Look at this. This is, this is uh, chapter three. Listen to this, Mike. This, this, watch, folks, watch how Mike responds to this. Now, he's hearing all this for the first time. Watch his response to this. Chapter three. Government oversight has been obstructed by governmental and outside corporate collusion. <laughs> so you got big government and big business, apparently. Okay, here we go. Wisconsin Election Commission and the state attorney general have failed to cooperate with this investigation. In fact, Wisconsin Election Commission and the state attorney general each have actively resisted and obstructed the investigation's search for the truth. Mike? Wow, everybody. Now this is, you guys realize, this guy, was a, he was a Supreme Court judge in the state of Wisconsin. I met the guy. He was a, he's a, he's a uh, official. He did, before this election, that's what he did, judge thing. They put him in charge of this big investigation. So it's kind of like, and the guys that put him in charge was Robin Voss, who was before this, everyone. Yeah, the Speaker of the House for Wisconsin. So it's like, be careful what you wish for. Now he finds out your stuff. Remember, they tried to slow him down. They told him, to, hey, 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 you're finding too much out here. Come on now. Let's call it a day. Well, he had found enough when Kim Rathbun, a representative from Wisconsin, who I endorsed for governor a few weeks ago, great guy. He's what every politician should be. He stood up with courage and said, "We, I've seen enough. I don't have to wait for the report. 23,000 people voting from the same phone number. They didn't, 10,000 people that don't even live in Wisconsin. Uh, I don't know, 50,000 people that don't exist or don't, are, are, they can't find their names or they're deceased. I mean, it goes on and on and on and on. He said, I've seen enough. Let's decertify Wisconsin. He needed one more senator. He's needed that senator for over two months, I think, Brandon. So then when this Gableman, report comes out right now today breaking news here you know and uh, and then you're telling me that the attorney general and the governor of wisconsin say, have been blockers yeah and weck so weck and the state attorney general have been impeding and obstructing okay well then who is the attorney general of wisconsin we got to add him to the criminal list yeah well, we'll now, the wec remember the wec there five of them were getting charged before they dropped the charges on the six. I would suggest, well, we're going to put up who was that sixth person? 
If that sixth person doesn't want to be known as a traitor and go to prison, that person should turn on the other five. This is enough is enough. You know, you people, you whistleblowers out there, you've got to come forward to get either that, even if you get lesser prison sentences, because that attorney general is in on it, everybody. Your attorney general in the state of Wisconsin is in on the crime, or he would not have tried to stop this investigation. Because look what look what Mr. Gableman found. Look what Judge Gableman found. That attorney general needs to go to prison. What's his name? Herbert. His name is, uh, looks like his name is Josh Call K-A-U-L. I just want to verify, but right now looking at the Wisconsin Department of Justice, it looks like his name is Josh Call K-A-U-L. I, I, and you guys, it doesn't even pay to look to see if he's a Republican or Democrat because it really doesn't matter anymore. He's a criminal. That's it. The guy's got to be a criminal because otherwise he would not have tried to block this for the people of Wisconsin. That's the only thing you can say. Why would you block it, Brandon? Why would they try and obstruct things like this? We know the WEC committed felonies. Ha! Look at uh, this. That, look at look at his bio off the Department of Justice website, Wisconsin. Uh, Josh served as a federal prosecutor in Baltimore, where he prosecuted murders, gang members, and drug traffickers. After moving back to uh, ho back home to Wisconsin, he worked to protect our right to vote. <laughs> Going to court to challenge restrictions on voting. I bet he did. I bet he did. Uh, you know what? If this guy is really, you're 100% sure this is their attorney general. Well, it says right here he was sworn in as Wisconsin's 45th attorney general January 7, 2019. It's right here, Department just of disgusting. Justice. Wisconsin. Unbelievable. It's so disgusting. It's like, it's like you see so many of these states with the cover-up is bigger than the Oh, crime. look at this. Mike, look at this. AG Call issues statement regarding the Voss Gableman report March 1st. Do you want to know what he said? What did he say? What did this criminal say? <laughs> okay, we're all hearing it for the first time. Wisconsin Attorney General Josh Call released the following statement regarding the report issued today by former Justice Michael Gableman. Quote, this report is a full-throated attack on our democracy and a truly shocking example of the authoritarian mindset at work. The report provides a roadmap for attempting to overturn the will of the votes based on a fringe legal theory. It includes recommendations that would restrict access to voting and make it harder to detect fraud. And it disparages due process and public records requests because they are inconvenient to certain individuals with power. The Voss-Gableman investigation will long be remembered as a shameful, deeply embarrassing episode for our state legislature. The Republicans in the legislature who are responsible for this train wreck have an obligation to our democracy to condemn and end this preposterous, fake investigation. What's this guy's name again? It is uh, Call K. I guess you say it like that. Call K A U L K A U L. Josh Call. Josh. Well, Call. let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Josh Call. If you're watching, or any of your friends are wa watching, you will be behind. Bars. You're going to be right there with Brad Rassenberger. You are a disgrace to our nation. You are a traitor. You are a traitor beyond anything I've ever seen. Shame on you. It's, 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 if I'm everyone in Wisconsin, I want you to find this guy's phone number and email. Everyone in Wisconsin needs to reach out to him and tell him uh, if they think that this report is what he said. They need to voice their opinion to this 
Josh Collar, but and uh, I, that brand that is just disgusting. There is Talk his contact. Info. There's his contact info, right there. Put it up. Everybody, take a screenshot of this horrible, horrible human being. Horrible human being. How could he do that to this hard work that's been done by the people of Wisconsin, by Judge Gableman, all of these things, all the people of Wisconsin that have canvassed, all the evidence that they found, all the hard work for months and months and months, just like Rusty Bowers down in Arizona. This guy, is this guy a Republican? Um, I, I'm going to guess no, based on how he goes after the Republicans in his... Um press release but i'm about to find out for you but well you, you know that doesn't that doesn't even uh it doesn't even hold water anymore the biggest criminal in the country is brad rasselberg and he's a republican yeah. uh number notice, one criminal. notice mike how he says that this report it includes recommendations that would restrict access to voting and make it harder to detect fraud that's a lie because the whole report is about detecting fraud number one but right. number two right. Number two, it's not about restricting access to voting and, and making it harder to detect fraud. It's about stopping fraud when he says restrict access to voting. Right. So what you're really, telling me is really. because someone can't pull up and drop off at a drop box, now you've made it harder? Well, okay, maybe you have made it a little harder, but you're also trying to stop the fraud. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Right. Well, it's like, uh, yes, uh, actually they've tried. Um, you've got Dominion who deleted the whole 2020 election in Colorado, and the people showed up by 100, I think it was 150 people showed up to their commissioners to say, we don't want machines, we don't want machines anymore. And within within a half hour of them getting done there, they voted not only to keep the machines, but to extend their contract to 2029. This is what criminals do. So not only do you cover things up, but then you try and you, you go above and beyond and uh, where you say, hey, we now want no ID, we want no photo ID, we want drop boxes. A matter of fact, we want what was tried in Utah, which they did at the municipal level. They text message and email their votes in, Brandon. Yeah. Let's just why let's just forget it, people, and that's everybody. Why don't we just call up the they and say, who do we who do you want to win? Maybe is that is that what they're doing? This Josh call, is that what his name? Yep. Josh Call, Attorney General for the state of Wisconsin, could be right up there in the top five criminals in our country now because he obviously is covering up, trying to deflect. I'll bet you, I'll bet you Fox News put that on. I'll bet you the news outlets put his quote up there. You want to know something? He is a Democrat, but according to this, he he won his election against the Republican Brad Schimmel. By a small margin of just over seventeen thousand votes, I wonder if that was. Yeah, well, I'm sure that they used machines then in eighteen. In eighteen, everybody, it was a setup. There was so much crime that went on in the eighteen election. Um, the uh, that big thing, all oh, the suburban housewives, she just, boy, she just, all those great things, she didn't like it, Brandon. All those great things that were done for two years, uh, she didn't like it because there was some racism involved. Racism, you know, all this. Help that came out of the Obama area, the, the big lie of racism. It's just disgusting. And political correctness. Oh, yeah, political correct. I'll give you a political correct. The only one that talks about political correct are the people that aren't political correct. Um, you know, then they're out there, uh, and they're the racists. And um, it's disgusting. I, I, I can't believe it. When you just said this, 
we um what Gable probably had to go through this. You guys, do we see a similarity here, everybody? We go down to Arizona, and Arizona also did a nine-month investigation. It came out, everybody, and um, um, it comes out. They have all these things in there that overturn the election. 27,000 people or 37 that voted twice, some three times, some four. They just use their names. All these things that happen, but what they do, they just go by this paper. They go by this paper, but they don't realize that the paper, 200,000 pieces of the paper were ran out by the copier. And, um, and it's just disgusting when they go to decertify Arizona. What was they, do you know what happened in Arizona, everybody, about four weeks ago? When they went to decertify Arizona, put that up, which is right here on Frank's speech. You can read about that. I'll read that nine-page report. And what happened that night? Do you remember, Brandon? Rusty, I'm a criminal, Bowers, um, came out with a statement just like this criminal attorney general. He came out with a statement. The only difference is Rusty's supposedly a Republican. Remember? Yep. And old Rusty said, yep, there's no... I don't know what he said. He 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 just he didn't like the decertification, but I guess it was Karen Fan that said there was no constitutional pathway. Which now we're going to send Karen. Uh, in fact, I might text her this old uh, report or email her. She needs to hear from the state of Arizona that yes, you can. It's con it's in the Constitution, Karen. Pull down Arizona. You know what's interesting, don't Mike? Listen, don't listen. Hold it. Don't listen to Rusty Bowers. Rusty Bowers is a criminal. You don't have to go with the... Everyone's going to be known as criminals and traitors to our country, Brandon, if they yep. don't get these elections pulled down. In the state of Arizona, I mean, the state of Wisconsin, you guys, Robin Voss is a blocker. That, that gal in Chippewa Falls, what, put her name up again. I want to put up all the, put up all the legislatures and senators in Wisconsin Everybody has seen this report now there. Everybody needs to call them. Let the people be heard. Call them all. Call your crim that criminal attorney general and say, how dare you try and cover this up. But more importantly, call all the legislators and say, get, get on board with Tim Rappin. Let's get Wisconsin decertified this week. There, there's her number, Kathleen Bernier, right there, third, third Let's down. Let's pull them up on the screen so people can take screenshots. Yeah, let's take screenshots, everybody there. We'll give you a chance, and then we'll move it down a section. We'll take another screenshot. Um, everybody, we'll move it down to the next five. Right, there you go. Stop. Let's go up a little bit. Yep, there we go. Perfect. Let's get that screenshot in. Everybody can take that screenshot. Yep, go ahead. Move it down. And uh, we'll get another screenshot, everybody. Everybody needs to reach out to these senators and these representatives of Wisconsin and say, decertify Wisconsin now. We've all seen it. We're down to the next level here. We've all seen it, everybody. The evidence is there. The recommendation by the judge is there, an ex-Supreme Court judge. You need to get Wisconsin decertified. Enough's enough. Um, we've, uh, you guys have had Wisconsin and Arizona you guys have had a year head start on the rest of these states, that, or at least a good head start on the rest of these states that are, some of them are just getting started, like my home state of Minnesota, by the way, everybody. In Minnesota, 
15% of the votes got deleted off the records after the election. And it's kind of funny, they were 15% higher than the national average for voter turnout. Coincidence? No. It was criminal. By the way, everybody, Donald Trump also won Minnesota. You'll have to hear it again, all the states he won. Donald Trump, the, the state of Minnesota goes to Donald J. Trump. Wisconsin goes to Donald Trump. Michigan, Donald Trump. Pennsylvania, Donald Trump. New Hampshire, Donald Trump. Uh, Georgia, Donald Trump. Arizona, Donald Trump. New um, Nevada, Donald Trump. Maine, don't know. There's a couple we don't know, Brandon, because there was so much, I call it organic cheating, where actual people that were that rotten to go out there and cheat themselves and not just cyber cheaters and not just the big masterminds like Mark Zuckerberg, who um, is kind of, all it is, you guys, it's a big, think of it as a big cartel or crime family. You have a crime family, this massive cartel. You have the kingpins up there, your Zuckerberg, your Jorkies, uh, your, and your, uh, um, all, all your news outlets, Fox News, you have all these up there, Dominion, Smartmatic, all these machine companies, the CCP out of China, that, you know, so you have all this, and then you have the players, the down players, right? Call them the, the you know, when you get into this criminal as that, as the left can be, which I didn't know any anybody could be that criminal and have no moral compass, but to be able to use people on the ground, because I've seen it there, there's not cheating like that anywhere I've ever seen in my life that you see the ground cheating. That's what baffles me, that that many people can also be that criminal and feel good about it. It's almost like they've been brainwashed, Brandon, going, communism is the way to go. We're actually doing good. I think they convinced a lot of them. This is back in the day when they convinced our college students that socialism was just, you know, they thought it was having a cup of coffee with your friend. Yeah. And then they realize, and now all of a sudden they're here going, what? Oh, it's communism. Uh, it's probably not a good thing. Uh, why don't we take a break and, uh, uh, Brandon, uh, right, Logan, why don't you run a commercial, Brandon, unless you have more on this? Yeah, I want to show you one other thing. No wonder the Attorney General, though, Mike, is attacking this report, because remember, the former Justice of the Wisconsin Supreme Court, Gableman, is accusing the Attorney General of being involved in obstruction. Okay? So, no wonder... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, no All wonder right. the Attorney General of Wisconsin has to come right. out with guns blazing and discredit Gableman because oh, I think that, that possibly the Attorney General should be not only tried, you know, prosecuted for right. a crime, but also impeached. So, he has no choice because Gableman is calling him out. He says, Wisconsin law requires... So let me go back. So the Wisconsin National Commission and the State Attorney General have failed to cooperate with this investigation. Why? You know why, Mike? Because my guess is they don't want to be they don't want to be put under oath. I don't know if he was putting right. people under oath, but I know he had a lot of affidavits and different things. So apparently these guys don't want to swear and be put under oath. That's right. what I think. Right. No, that makes sense. So so we're gonna give we're gonna uh, at least guys. Now this is the difference, everybody. That explains. This Josh Paul, um, or no, Josh Call? K-A-U-L. I, I guess it's Call. Right. The Attorney General of Wisconsin. That actually expl it explains it. He's got to say this, everybody, because he's covering up crimes he did before. So he why won't he go under oath? Why won't he go under oath? Why won't right. he sign a sworn right. affidavit? Right, right. And, and then so he now, says, yeah, we are 
In fact, Wisconsin Election Commission and the State Attorney General each have actively resisted and obstructed, obstructed in the investigation search for the truth. Wisconsin law requires that actions taken by the Wisconsin Election Commission be accomplished by a majority vote at a public, publicly noticed meeting. With that, and he lists the state statutes right. for that. Yet, the Wisconsin Election Commission, right. aided, listen now, aided by the State Attorney General, has impeded this investigation through obstructive litigation carried on without any record of an approved by the majority of the commission at a public meeting of the commission. So in other words, the Wisconsin Election Commission can only do certain things or take certain actions when it's done in a public meeting, publicly noticed meeting. And he lists the statutes. They didn't do that, and they were supposedly, says the justice, uh, aided by the attorney general. So if he's involved in illegal activities, no wonder he's coming out guns blazing today, the attorney general. Oh, ab absolutely. And, and that's where we see a pattern. Uh, so this guy, we could, we could have said, you know what? He, he's, of course he's going to do it because he's a Democrat. Uh, but, now, but coming out blazing like this is even more over the top because he's also a criminal. He's also done stuff. When you get down to people like Brad Rassenberger, um, that way in the beginning it was kind of unexplainable. And you know what, Brad, here, here's a good example, everybody. So this guy comes out and says, tries to discredit the whole investigation set, you know, whatever he said there. Like, he didn't even say it was false. He just said it's embarrassing or some crazy thing. He said... Now, um a full-throated attack on our democracy and a truly shocking example of the authoritarian mindset at work. That word authoritarian, that's what they accused Donald Trump of. That goes back to things like um, uh, the 1950 book uh, Authoritarian Personality by Theodore Adorno, who was a Marxist. And if you believed in right and wrong, you believed in God, you had certain convictions that were so strong you weren't open to talk about it with someone else, then you were narrow-minded. And once you reached so many of these uh, ideas of being authoritarian, you were failing what he called his F-scale test, and the F stood for fascist. So this use of the word authoritarian mindset was used to say that you were a fascist. He knows exactly what he's saying when he's using that third word authoritarian. He's basically, I think, accusing Gableman of being a fascist. Yeah, that, well, that's what, that's what they are. It's all coming out, everybody. We're going to take a little break, and I want to tell you things to come. We're going to come back, and we're going to run. Uh, Brandon, you're going to tee it up for the uh, for the for this uh, gal that came to the uh, the booth uh, talking about she was in Georgia, okay. and. Um, you know, the devil went down to Georgia, and uh, we know who he is down there. At least he's uh, that uh, the stuff that they, that they've done down in Georgia with this election crimes, all the crimes of Georgia. I feel, uh, but they, they're the most out in the open. Um, you know, it's funny you get all those all those meals, all that ballot harvesting, and Brad Rasmussen says, "You know what? Come on here, I'll take care of that. I'll take care of that." Well, where is it, Brad? Well, we got big news, Brad, coming here. The uh, the class action lawsuit, Brandon. When we take this couple minute break, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna also find out. Well, you know what? Why don't we just take a, um, why, why don't we just go into? We I guess we really don't need to take a break here. We can take one commercial break here, um, and then um, um, I'll give you a call. There's a couple things I want to I want to touch on. All right, sounds good. We'll be right back after this break. You're watching Lindell TV. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. 
During these times, your support has meant everything to us. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly on to you. For example, you can get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99 a set. That's a savings of 60% and the lowest price in history. And remember, they're made with the world's best cotton, grown where the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River all meet. They come with my 10-year warranty, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99, the lowest price in history. If you do it right now, I'm also going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried canceling myself and my pillow. Well, during these times, your support has meant everything to us. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly on to you. For a limited time, you can get my brand new product, My Slippers, for 50% off. That's the lowest price ever. And remember, My Slippers come with an exclusive four-layer design. These layers combine to give you amazing comfort and support and help reduce stress on your feet. And with the durable indoor-outdoor sole, you can wear My Slippers anytime, anywhere. I personally guarantee these will be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to get my slippers for 50% off, the lowest price in history. And if you do it right now, I'm going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Cancel culture has not only affected myself and my pillow, but also millions of you out there. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you for all your support. At my pillow, we have hundreds of products now, including my new slippers, bathrobes, sleepwear, and my new beds. We are offering the best products ever for the best prices ever. For example, we have the standard size my pillows. Regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with your promo code. Or you can get custom fit with my premium queen size my pillows. Regularly $79.98, now just $29.98. Or my king size, regularly $89.98, now just $34.98. So go to mypillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1 800 number below to receive these exclusive offers. Thank you and God bless. All right, welcome back. Glad you're with us. Hey, Brandon. Yes, sir. Brandon, hold on. Hold on. I want to tell you that we just seen that commercial tonight. It's a, uh, we've been doing the last few days. We're going to run it over past uh, this weekend of CPAC. I uh, use promo code L77, you guys, tonight. Right here on Frank's speech, go to the store here, and you can get them sheets for $29.99, as low as that. $49.99 for the Queens. $69.99 for the Kings. And I'm going to do one more. Brandon, you can do it on your show, too. I'm going to give you a free copy of my book tonight with anything you order. We're going to run it through Brandon's show. A free copy with any order you order. Heck, go on there and just get a get a $20 item or $10, whatever you got to get. And, and uh, you'll get my book. It's been helping so many people. And uh, you can, uh, you'll see where the, the Lindell Recovery Network came out of me being a former addict. And that's LindellRecoveryNetwork.org. If you have anybody out there in addiction during all this stuff, you can't handle it going, you know, I have a friend of mine, Brandon, he, uh, 
he texts me all the time and he's almost uh he's quit crack too and he uh he quit crack too and he's on the verge of going back to it and i said during this time i said can you uh um i said you need to stay on board on the lindell recovery network because uh it's not as bad as it looks we're all in this it's all in god's timing so um they um um so anyway if you have someone anybody in addiction go to lindell recovery network dot Great. All right. And Brandon, you said during the break, Brandon, you said there's more. You guys, yeah. if you're just tuning in, we're running a two-hour special here on Lindell Report. Uh, with the, the, the report dropped out of Wisconsin today. Bombshell, biggest breaking news ever for Wisconsin and the country. Uh, this report was a Judge Gableman, the Supreme Court judge who was in Wisconsin, former Supreme Court judge in Wisconsin. He was assigned by Robin Voss the uh, Speaker of the House of Wisconsin, and he was assigned this long investigation. He's been working on it for months and months and months. The report came out. All the evidence is there, and he says we can decertify Wisconsin. That is absolutely in the Constitution. So if you're, if you're in Wisconsin, I'll give you a call to action right now. If you're in Wisconsin or around the country, call those senators. We just put it up last it's right here on Facebook. Go down, click on Wisconsin. Call them. Senators, Republicans, and the representatives. Get them. Call them. Leave them messages and say, "Get on board with Tim Rathbun. Let's get this. Let's be the first state to decertify the election." And and uh, you know they're all going to be heroes, Brandon. But uh, but Wisconsin just will be the first. And I will say this: we said it last hour. If you don't. You are going to be you are going to be forever known as the biggest traitors in this country's history because you know what? What's that gal over in Chippewa Falls? Kathleen Bernier. Kathleen Bernier in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. You should sign on with Tim Rathman because you know what? You told everybody there was no fraud and there's nothing in 2020. It's just a big charade. Well, Kathleen Bernier, I hope you're reading this report tonight. Because your only out should be to help Tim get this Wisconsin decertified as fast as possible. We need our country back. We need our elections back. And uh, we need the American dream back. Shame on you, Kathleen Bernier. You need to get on board. Yeah. Go ahead, Brandon. Uh, that will give us 30 minutes to talk before the State of the Union. All right, sending that to Leo Holman. We're going to be covering the State of the Union here tonight, a special broadcast starting at 7.30 Central, coverage of the State of the Union by Joe Biden. Uh, we'll be doing running commentary with Leo Homan. Uh, all right, so what I find very interesting, uh, Mike, is the following. Look at what it says here. Can you plug that in for me? My phone's about to die, please. Following initial compliance with the valid assembly subpoenas, the Office of Special Counsel, that's OSC, subsequently faced numerous dilatory actions constituting obstruction, obstruction of this investigation. Such actions include, one, instructions by the governor to governmental actors not to comply with legislative oversight. Okay, so apparently the governor of Wisconsin should be impeached as well as the attorney general. Absolutely. What's that governor's name? Oh, I knew you'd ask me that. I'll, give me a second. I'll find it. We've heard his name several times. The governor of we Wisconsin. Need to, these all need to be impeached. The people need to impeach. We're going to get... We're going to do it like we're doing in other states. We're going to get these people out. Tony of Evers. Tony Evers. Tony Evers. Tony Evers. Yeah, he hasn't done a thing, thing, only that obstruct. That's why you don't hear about these governors. 
and then they, uh, I'm sure that's, uh, there's a lot of election crime in Wisconsin, goes way back to the Walker years. Wisconsin's been a crime, crime committed there since, uh, um, even before I was knew anything about politics, you'd hear about the crimes being committed in Wisconsin politics. It's a shame. So, Absolutely a shame about that governor. So one, the governor's obstructing, and then two, frivolous and subsequently dismissed ethics complaints against the Office of Special Counsel staff. So they tried to block him by having him have to deal with a lot of uh, uh, you know, ethics complaints that end up being dismissed. Three, voluminous open records requests by outside dark money nonprofits. Wait a minute. How do you have dark money, you don't know who this is, and it's being spent by nonprofits to obstruct the law. How are they not losing their nonprofit status? Three. Yeah, uh, yeah. Four. Four. Free dark money attorneys provided to various governmental actors. Notice all the dark money. If this is all so all legitimate, Mike, why all the dark money and hidden actors? Because it's not legitimate. It's never been legitimate. Right, right. It's been the biggest crime in the history. When you want to, when you want to break a world record, Guinness Book of World Records should really be a. It should have been called right before the election. We're about to commit the biggest crime in the history of the of mankind. Of mankind in the history of mankind, and now it's the biggest cover up in the history of mankind. All right, you ready for this? Biggest cover up for the biggest crime. This next one. Look at this, Mike. Private investigators looking into the private lives of the Office of Special Counsel staff and outside hacks of devices. So some would say, wait a minute now, why did they appoint Gableman? Apparently this guy's a good guy. He does this report. He's spilling the, yeah. the truth. Well, maybe they said, that's the plan. Pick a good guy with a stellar reputation that even the right will like, but we'll end up controlling him by putting private investigators on him. Remember, we would say bullied, blackmailed, or bought. Oh no, they tried to bully. They ran. They tried to bully uh, Judge Gableman. Everyone seen that in the news, and I was so proud of him. That, and I and the people of Wisconsin were too. I'm going to tell you a little story. Way back last summer, I was, you know I get I hear from the grassroots everywhere in our whole country. We're getting reports going. You know. That Voss was Voss was good, and that Gableman wasn't going to do. He was going too slow, and all this stuff about Gableman. And then all of a sudden, it did this. It flipped. The Voss is a very, very bad man, which he proved because he tried to cover it up. And when Jim Rampen um, went and uh, and said, "Let's decertify," he took away his staff. He had the power to take away his staff. Robin Voss, shame on you! You're a disgusting traitor. That's disgusting. I, I, I can't believe anybody that knows him. You need to write him. He should he should sign on with Tim Rampin immediately to try it after getting this report. But what Gableman did with all the blocks and everything else, he was he's probably he'll go down as one of the biggest heroes in this country's history. I mean, these guys like that that step up and don't stop. They have the courage to keep going in spite of all the attack. You know, that's why you have you see people that I've Brandon, you see people that I have got behind and endorsed, like Tim Rampin. He went up there, the only one saying, we need to decertify you guys. It's the right thing to do. It's the only thing to do. This was a crime. You can't let these traitors and these criminals go unpunished. And then you go over to, you have um, Matt DiPerno, running for Attorney General of Michigan. Remember, he fought and fought and fought. He was, he was leading the fight in Michigan. 
Antrim County, Michigan, when they opened it up and they find 7,000 votes out of 15,000 were flipped. Yep. 7,000 out of 15,000 votes. A county that's always 75% Republican was 25% Republican. They found the flip. A lady came in there and deleted it. The FBI got called in. She was never arrested. It's the biggest cover-up ever. And then you go over to Tina Peters out in, out in um, Colorado that I just um, endorsed for Secretary of State. She gets her doors bashed in for just doing her job. People, do you think that all these people in, in this country, that all these good people, all of a sudden it just uh, that they just make stuff up? Judge Gableman kept going. The people of Wisconsin are proud of him. They are so proud of him that he got to this time of place of getting this report out. And now what's blocking it, everybody? There's two things. You've got your blockers, your political blockers in Wisconsin. you got your legislators and your senators that better come on board. We're going to put all their numbers up again today. They better come on board and decertify Wisconsin. But what's the biggest block we have, everybody? Can everybody say Fox? Can everybody say the media? That's the biggest block. Everybody that's watching this show would say, Whoa, it's over. It's over. We got a state that's going to come down. But we went through this with Arizona. You guys, if you turn on Fox, I mean, if, if you turn on the conservative media and they don't report it, I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to say to the media this week, and they're going to be reporting this, Brandon. They can sit and go and talk for the next three days. Yeah, the State of the Union address. Biden said blah, 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 blah. He's got it written for him. He's just going to read the thing. You know, and if he stumbles, you know what? I could care less what he says. I know you're having your show tonight. That's great. But you know what? The next three days that Fox sits and talks about the garbage that's going to be come out of that man's mouth tomorrow tonight is all going to be deflection of this great report that came out today. This is what well, the I, people need to know. I guarantee oh, you they're not doing we're, what they're not doing what we're doing tonight. I can promise you that. But no, 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 I'm not saying anything about that. No, you're going to go sit, you're going to go line by line and call. No, 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 line. I mean, they're not doing what you and I are doing. Fox News is not going to do what you and I are doing right now. Go through this report. They're oh, no, absolutely. That. They're not going to even talk about this report, everybody. Salem Media probably won't. We're going to get Salem Media to report this report. You guys, this Wisconsin needs to come down now. You know, I will tell, I will tell Judge Gableman, and I'll tell the people of Wisconsin, your work isn't in vain. It's not going to be in vain. God's got his hand in all of this. And, it, you know, I'm very impatient. Very but, boy, I'm, I, I can't believe this report, Brandon. This even, this even exposed more corruption in Wisconsin. Well, how you know, dare. More and more corruption do you need? The attorney general accuses Gableman of authoritarianism, i.e. fascism is how they use that word today, and I prove it in some of my books. But It's yet, horrible. Yet who's the one that's got private investigators looking into people's private lives, and then look at what it says, and outside hacks of devices. Okay, if that's not authoritarianism, where you're hiring in private investigators, dark money, big corporations involved, and the governor and the attorney general involved in obstruction, how is that not authoritarianism? They are accusing well, Gableman of what Brandon, they do. Brandon, it is, but you know, that's why we have Lendell TV, and that's why we have the media that's spreading. 
the social media platforms and everything to get the word out. Uh, the this is what's going to change right now. We're, this is why we're better off every single day that goes by. You know, it's just um, is that we are the word is getting out and it needs to get on this. We cannot let this great report go by. From we have to have a call to action. And the call to action is call those legislatures and those senators to pull down Wisconsin. We need to help. We owe it to the people of Wisconsin. We owe it to Judge Gableman for having the courage. You guys, courage is contagious. Everyone out there, you've seen me when I told when I called out those traitors at the uh, this last week, all the memes that were out there, Brandon and CPAC. I think I told out four left wing media calling them traitors. I don't. We don't need them anymore. They, I used them. I'm sorry, all you terrible, rotten media outlets. I used you for a year. You tried to destroy me every single day. But you know what? I don't need you anymore. At least we got the word out. Now we're getting the own word out. And we are getting. And we have enough people watching this show and watching, like, Steve Bannon's show and watching these things, Brandon. Enough word to get out to the grassroots so they can call the legislatures and we can get things done in the courts and get done things done with our legislatures. Remember, they're people too. They've lived the American dream. They've lived, they're living here. And if they don't have a moral moral compass, the only thing, and you know what? We have plenty of machines now to melt down to make prison bars. We don't have to worry about overpopulating the prisons, Brandon. We you know, we've got we just got we got enough metal, we can build new prisons to put all these people inside. And all these legislatures that don't jump on board, they are gonna be found guilty of helping them out because they'll have to explain. They will have to explain why they're not traitors to the United States by them not jumping on board and helping out like Tim Rampton and the great Judge Gableman here who turned in this report. Robin Voss, you better get on board now that you see. Now that you see this report, Robin, are you going to go the way of Rusty Bowers when you ordered the report, when you ordered the investigation, Robin Voss? Is that what you're going to do, Robin Voss? Be careful what you wish for. You didn't think old Judge Gableman would fight back and keep going, did you? Well, he did. And his report's out. Wisconsin's corrupt. All the way from the WEC on down, from the governor on down. Secretary of State. The Attorney General, we find out, Brandon. They're, 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 remember, their Secretary of State is the WEC. So you got the crooked WEC. There's six people on there. They were only pressing felony charges against five of them. That six one, I encourage you, Turn the other five in. Why don't, you know, this is what, it's crazy. When you bring down a crime family, when you bring down a crime family, Brandon, people start whistleblowing so they get less sentences. Maybe that's what we need. If you're out there, we did it before. If you're out there, we got a lot of whistleblowers, but but um, if you're out there right now and you want to turn yourself in, turn yourself in. Get a lesser sentence. It's up. It's over. This ain't going to go away. You've got to fix 2020 first, and you've got to fix the crimes of 2020. Yep. Look so, at this one. Look at this one, Mike. Coordinated media campaigns against legislative oversight and the Office of Special Counsel. So, again, another example why Lindell TV is needed, because they're coordinating with the left-wing media to to smear and lie. and all. Well, we're here yeah. presenting the truth. Look at seven. Intervention in lawsuits by the Attorney General. On behalf of individuals and adverse, adverse to the mission of his office. So again, <coughs> you have the attorney general involved in activities. Now look at this one. Eight. Withholding and destruction of evidence. 
What? That's a crime, I think. With yeah, that's a crime. And destruction of evidence, often right. poorly justified by claimed contra contractual obligations with commercial vendors, placing private business ahead of the public interest. Wow. And this is just a cover-up, everybody. What we're just reading here is a 125-page report from Judge Gableman out of Wisconsin. He worked on this for months, I believe nine months and all, at least seven or eight. Um, um, the fake news can call me out. They don't even call me out anymore, Brandon, because they know it's all true. Oh, look at this. Um, I just put in Control-F, and I just typed Attorney General. See how often it popped up in the report? Not only has the Wisconsin Attorney General intervened and lost in court to block certain subpoenas. Wow. So why is the Attorney General doing that if, if, if this is, I mean, if this is so great and there's nothing to see here, why all the blocking? Let's continue to see Attorney General. While the WC and the State Attorney General have refused to cooperate with the legislative's investigation and actively obstructed it, okay, this report is, the, is final in the sense that it provides a list of recommendations with enough time for the legislature to act before the close of its session in March. All right, where else is Attorney General? Here it is. Attorney General used again. Hey. So every time I, I, I right. hit, I'm going to another time the Attorney right. General is Brandon, in Wisconsin. Brandon, I'm just, getting on face, I'm just getting on Facebook here. And yes, on Facebook, I don't have, they're suppressing me. And if it does keep freezing, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm over, over on frankspeech.com right now. Get over to Lindell TV. But Brandon, um, uh, it says here, it says, um, um, oh, it says Lindell TV on Roco is down right now. I'm hearing this. Okay, um, Logan, you make a phone call in there and see if you can find out what the team can do about that. Phone call. I, I mean, this is uh, obviously they're attacking our feeds, but it's just disgusting. Um, um, the feed. Everyone on here watching on Facebook, go to your phones, watch Lindell TV. We have it on the app. Click get the Frank Speech app. You can click on it and just start watching. We have an app now. Start watching. Um, well, well look at this, Joe, uh, uh, Mike. Do we have What's that? Brandon, do, do, we have the, do we have the report posted on Frank's speech? Yes, we do. We have, a, we have the report posted, everybody, on Frank's speech. I want to tell everyone here, I don't even know if we're going to get time. I want to, I want to show, actually, I want to, um, I should, can we shift gears? Can we shift gears to that Georgia lady to yep. show? Yep, we sure could. But I guess uh -huh. tomorrow night, I guess, to, by the way, I just want to mention that the Office of Special Counsel has defended against a lawsuit brought by the Wisconsin Attorney General in which he asked the court to declare that the Office of Special Counsel Gaberman, is what he's saying, did not have the authority to conduct the investigation. So if the Attorney General and the Governor and these people have so little to hide, why did they even try to stop the, this? If there's nothing to hide, investigate all you want. No, they stopped. But tomorrow, I well, they've been doing that. They've been doing that all across our country. Can we watch? Let's yep. watch the. How long does that go? Maybe we'll just minutes. have to watch. Twenty nine minutes. Unless you want to, Twenty nine minutes. Unless you want to start where we stopped yesterday. Why don't we start where we stopped yesterday, everybody? We're going to put this up in its entirety. Yesterday, this is a gal that was at CPAC, and I'm going to. I'll give you a quick rundown. She. She was a. Um, she's been working in elections for fifty years. Twenty. She, twenty, years, um, twenty years. Twenty years. Or twenty years. Twenty years. And she said, when they did the audit, the fraud in Georgia, whatever they said when they counted the ballots, I want everyone to listen. This is just one thing they found. When she counted, when they counted them, so they're supposed to have a hundred in her box. She did one example. This box had a hundred and seven. 
all of them were for Biden, but all the down tickets were exactly the same, yep. right down to the referendums, which she said normally they don't even sign on the referendum. And it looked like they there was a all, little eclipse. It looked like there was a little eclipse in the circle. So what it meant is they just copied that same piece of paper over and over. Yeah, yeah. They just, it was identical, everybody. The same thing. It was by like, the odds of that are not trillions to one, zero, zero, zero. The mathematics, if you do the mathematics, it's almost infinity. It can't happen. Then you take box by box by box by box by box by box by box. Now, when they when they raised their hand and said, hey, there's a little problem over here. Well, she didn't get into detail, but they've got restraining orders against them not to talk. And she couldn't name the company. I will. It rhymes with Dominion. Dominion. Okay. Then, because uh, remember, there's only one little machine monopoly in, in Georgia, and that's Dominion. That comes from the biggest criminal in the country, Brad Rassenberger. Now, this is the key thing before we run the second part of this. What Brad, and Brandon, you're going to have to remember what she said. They brought it to, I believe it was senators in Georgia. Yep. And those senators went, hey, we've got a big problem here. We've got to pull down our electors. We've got to do something. We've got to look into this. What happened to those five senators? There Brandon? was four. There was a senator they brought it to, and then four people that were chairman of different committees who were taking it seriously. The Republican Party attacked them, and those four guys lost their chairmanships by their own party, the Republican Party. They lost their chairmanships. Now, I had said they lost their jobs to the attorney. I got it wrong. So if you're, if you're our head attorney watching tonight, there we have it right here. That was uh, they lost their the committee chairmanship uh, because you know in our the way our Republican Party works, you like to put in charge of the committees the people that are the criminals. Like when I went to the Republican Governors Convention in Tennessee, I found out Doug Ducey was head of that, and who was in charge of the election committee? Good old Brian Kemp, two biggest criminal governors in the country of the Republican. Remember, there's a lot of Democrats that are. When you tie a Democrat, the criminal governor, and, and you know, Brad Rassenberger, for him to be number one in the country uh, as a secretary of state, and you know, you know how deep the crime has to go, Brandon. It's just, we're going to show this lady here. And Brandon, you said, let's show her where we left off because she said she might even be, she might even know Brian Camp. Is that true? Oh, yeah. 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 She's known him for a long time. Wow, you guys, I want to hear this. It was Brad Rassenberger, I think, that she'd known for a long time. And she'll tell you about Brad. Okay, we want to hear a little bit about Brad. And by the way, everybody, uh, you watch this. The other part of it, we're going to we're gonna put it up on Frank's speech in a full clip in its entirety. And uh, we're going to be focusing on this all week. This is the cover-up all week. Next week, we're going to focus on it until we drop the, uh, the big case, which is the we are launching, uh, before we go to the scale here, I'm going to tell you all, um, it's a class action lawsuit against the machines. And you can help get rid of the machines right here on Frank's speech. Got, you go down three slots or whatever, and it'll say, help get rid of the machines. Do you see that, Brandon, on there? Help wipe out the machines or help get rid of the machines. It's right on Frank's speech. Um we cannot. Maybe we'll show that. Let's show the ladies' clip. And then by we'll the way, show we're getting again. we're getting people texting us saying the Roku's working for them. Okay. So. All right. Well, that's good. That's uh, good. It may it might have just you on Facebook that said your Roku probably a bot just to say yeah. screw it up. Yeah. All right. The, here the is bots. 
Here is Susie Voiles. Hey, I got a question. I got a question. Who, it's a big quiz question of the night. Who lies more, Brad Rausenberger or a bot on Facebook? We'll give you the answer when we come back. All right, here's Susie Voiles. Actually, it was a state senator who, yes, we did take it to them, but it was a state senator who is head of the Judiciary Committee who said, I'm going to call some hearings on this. And his purpose of the hearings was not only to hear testimony, but depending on that testimony, make recommendations to the whole body and to our governor. Okay. And, but you're telling, go back to go back to the fact that four people who were chairman lost their jobs. Explain who they four were. They lost their chairmanships. One of them was Senator Brandon Beach. One of them was uh, Senator Burt Jones. One of them was Senator Greg Dolezal. And another um, was... Um, you know what? That's all right. You got three out of four. That's Matt pretty good. And our, the senator who called this was Senator William Ligon, and Senator Ligon um, was retiring, but to his credit, he could have just said, I'm done. This was December 3rd when we're calling but this four of these, <laughs> Four of these men in the state legislature of Georgia who's, who were willing to look into this all lost their chairmanships. Yes, because they also recommended that we not certify the vote. There was too many questions that the, there needed to be a deeper investigation. And our, our lieutenant governor went on the news nightly saying there was no fraud, there was no... Who is your lieutenant governor? Our lieutenant governor is not running again, but it's Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan. And, of course, your governor is Brian Kemp. Yes, that's correct. And so when these men lost their chairmanships, that's the Republicans doing it to them. Unfortunately, it is. So, uh, one of my friends, uh, his father was the President of the United States for eight years. And uh, I, I'm being careful because sometimes I wonder how much to say in private conversations. But his dad was the President of the United States, and he said to me several times now, phone, you know, how do you have this unless both sides are cheating? And you're proving that both sides were involved in this, in the cover-up. Republicans in Georgia were involved in the cover-up of the voting crime. Not only were they involved in the, the cover-up, but this has spilled into my race. I've had death threats. I've had... You have. Uh, I've had my um, brake lines cut on my car. Uh, my daughter, whose car is registered to me, had an Allen wrench pushed into the inside rear sidewall. That's a pretty hard thing to do because, you know, they're not very big. And she's got big, hunky tires. She's got a, an SUV. so And the only reason it's registered to me is she wasn't able to take it to be registered. So that's why so it So they worked. were trying to ha hope that your tire would blow out or something. And it did, which it did. And the policeman who... So while she was driving, the tire blew out. The policeman who came to help her, uh, she's got a pretty level head. She knows how to handle things. Uh, but she was on the interstate. and the Was the, it a front tire? No, back rear tire. tire. And so we just had a number of things like that. What did the police officer say? They said, this isn't something you picked up on the road. Because it's in the side of the tire. On the inside of the tire. Oh, oh, on the inside. Oh, wow. Yes, not not on the outside. Outside, right, but on the inside. Inside. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So so that he said, this this took a little piece of work here. Um but she's, she's safe. There's just been a number of things. We've so had... you're being intimidated to be quiet. Very much so. Very much and so. And then you're also concerned about lawfare, right? 
meaning legal action, having to hire lawyers, being having things put on you where you end up, oh, this is just getting too expensive, I'm, I'm just going to be quiet? Well, you know, there's no price to put on the truth. When you look at the patriots that, that founded this country, and just out of interest, you, you wanted some interesting things. My father's family came over on the Mayflower. Really? It's really exciting when you go in the rotunda of the Capitol and you can pick out your ancestors. Wow. And you think of the responsibility, particularly with the Mayflower Compact and what yes. they were dedicating themselves yes. to. And, um, and those things that, to which they were dedicating. And that's something that we've proudly talked about, not only our biblical heritage, but our responsibility to be a steward of what is here. So I, I don't think you can put a price on that. You look at the early patriots, and you know why they didn't fire until they saw the whites of their eyes. They didn't have money for ammunition. They so they had, to, they had to make their shots count. Um, I, I cannot be intimidated when it comes to the truth. So now, were you classified legally as a whistleblower? Yes, I was. And what is that? What kind of protection does that provide you with? Well, I want to back up just a little bit. Okay. One of the things that they did is they fired another nine-year manager on the same day. And Who had managed in the election? Yes, but her job before that was she actually printed these ballots. She was told she was calibrating the machine, mm -hmm. and so she wasn't doing anything illegal or nefarious. She was making sure the machines printed properly. But it's those ballots that made their way into some of the, the boxes to be counted. And that, that was a huge mistake on the part of Fulton County. Firing two people whose stories corroborate one another and we didn't know each other. I mean, that was quite a smoking gun. Okay, you've confused me there. You're going to have to help me understand that. They're, they're running the machines that are printing ballots. Yes, and they told her she was calibrating the machines two weeks prior to the election. What does that mean? Calibrating a machine? Yep. Making sure that when votes are put onto a ballot, that the first of all, they're in the right spot. So, so they can read it. The scanner scan can it. pick them up. Right, okay. So she's calibrating it two weeks before the election. Correct. And so she's calibrating those on to, to actual ballots. Right. And uh, there were pallets and pallets and pallets of these ballots. And these didn't, these were supposed to have been ballots that were mailed in? No, these were supposed to be ballots that should have been shredded because they, they were done by one person, making sure the machines operated oh. properly. Oh, wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now I've got it. So they had a bunch of test ballots. Yeah, that's a good way to look at them, test ballots. To make sure the machines collaborate. Uh, set up correctly, Correct. calibrated correctly. Correct. But she's test ballots. Correct. Okay, pick it up from there because I think I'm now figuring this out. Okay, so she didn't do anything wrong. I want to make that very right, clear. Right, right, She was, and she did not know these were going to be used otherwise, but they made themselves into batches throughout the day. The test ballots that were supposed to be just for testing and calibrating machines started making themselves into the real count. Correct. And two people who were doing the right thing and saw this testified to the same thing. Correct. And we did not know each other before this. And she, and she had worked there for nine years and got fired? She, she was just like me, a poll manager. And yes, okay. she was fired. We got a very nice thank you letter for your service. Did you see this as well? Or just her? Did, 
the ballots that were supposed to be test ballots no, were collaborating? I did not have anything to do with ballots okay. beforehand. Okay. I was afterwards okay. counting the ballots okay. and, and verifying. So what that tells you then is that fake ballots were printed. Correct. And fake ballots made it into the real system. Correct. And fake ballots were counted. Correct. As part of the real vote. Correct. And, and, and how many ballots are we talking that she saw that were fake ballots? My batch had 107. This one box had 107. On the table, we saw stacks of them stacked this high. Thousands. Thousands. And that's just Fulton County. That is just Fulton County. And how many counties are in Georgia? 159. So if they did that in every county by the thousands, and what was the margin of victory in Georgia for Biden? Do you remember? Was it 10,000? Uh, it was a little over 11,000 votes. Okay. 11,779 or something like that? Correct. And uh, this this is just so egregious to me because this isn't a game. Who's interviewed you besides me? Besides you? Yeah. Um, Hannity, Martha McCallum. Wait a minute. Hannity interviewed you about this? Sean Hannity? Yes. When? Um, back in November. Right on, after the ballots were found. On his found. radio show or TV show? TV show. But one time? Well, come to think about it, I was on also on his radio show. On his TV show and Martha McCallum, uh, OAN News, NTD. Okay. But then it seemed like after that, Fox just went silent. Why, why did Fox seem to just go silent? I mean, they're hearing the evidence, and all of a sudden they just went silent. That's a very good question. That's, a, that's an excellent question. So where does this go now? I, mean, I want to get to your running for Congress, but where does this go now? Where does this go now? Um, there is a lawsuit by David Perdue, who was running for Senate, mm -hmm. and he lost in the um, uh, runoff for Senate. And his margin, before remember in Georgia, you have to have 50% plus one. Right. And he was so close to that, but he did not get that. So there was a runoff for his position, which was his seat. We also had a runoff for Kelly... Leffler's seat, right. which was finishing the term of uh, Senator Johnny Isaacson. And so he has filed a lawsuit. All the lawsuits, we, first of all, it was hard to get a judge to even listen to the lawsuit. We finally found somebody who would listen to the lawsuit, and everything went along kind of hunky-dory for a while. Testimony was 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 going along and things were going well for a number of months and then um, all of a sudden Judge Amaro said this case doesn't have standing <laughs> and usually that happens within the first month usually even sometimes before trial for somebody to say this doesn't have any standing so what has happened is they have regrouped and this time David Perdue who does have standing because he believes his votes were legitimately um, right. not counted properly, and a voter are in there. Um, they're using my affidavit. They, they've refreshed the affidavit, um, which is a good thing because they're very precise on their affidavits. So you, if it goes to trial, you'll probably be called as a witness. Well, I was not called the first time, and, and I wish that I had gone. Um, and the reason I wish I had gone is the defense of the Secretary of State was saying, oh, I think Susie must be mistaken. Oh, so you're saying Brad Rassenberger, Brad Rassenberger's um, attorney, the attorney for Brad Rassenberger? Correct. 
in, in this case, yes. said you were mistaken. How would he know? Well, that, that's very... That line kept surfacing. A lot of the state senators asked me, uh, they said, Susie, I hear you recanted your testimony. And I said, I did not, I did no such thing. Plus that you know that an affidavit is something that you sign under penalty of perjury. Perjury, right. Perjury is a pretty serious, yes. not only crime, but being a believer, there was, you know, lying is not... Not a good thing. Not um, acceptable. So, uh, what do you make of Brad Rassenberger? I've known Brad for a long time. Personally? Um, yeah, not close personally, but we've been in the same sort of political circles. I mean, you've talked. Oh, yeah, and we were in the same Republican leadership group. So you've been around him? I have been. So what do you make of this guy? Um, he was a man that really wanted to run for governor and didn't know all that much about voting. Now, there, I will have to say this. He wanted to run for governor, huh? That's Well, that was what he said when he was running for Secretary of State. And I do have to say, he, he knows an awful lot about technology, interestingly, and he also... Um, there's much more to the Secretary of State's office than elections. But elections are the thing that govern who we are, how we live, what we do, taxes we pay, everything. But you're saying Brad didn't really know a whole lot about how government works and how to operate government and the law. Is that what you're saying? Correct. He knows about maybe some technology. I think he does, and, and corporations and other things that belong to you know, the purview of the Secretary of State's so, office. So Brad's goal is just was to get the title of governor. He's ambitious and wants the title of governor? That is what he said on the bus during campaigning for Secretary of State. And you know, whatever you do, particularly if you call yourself a Christian, you need to do everything as unto the Lord. So, you know, I don't care if I'm cleaning out toilets at my house. You've got to do everything well. Whatever you do, you do it under the Lord. And if you've been given the stewardship of your state's elections, you better know, you know, inside and out how they work, how they don't work. And, and he doesn't know that. He doesn't really know how the voting system works, does he? He believes that he does, and he confirms that there was no fraud over and over again. He's running again. Um... But having been someone who's been involved in this for a long time, I don't believe he knows the enormity of the voting system. So let me ask you this in conclusion, Susie. I want to get you that you're running for Congress. What about the folks in Georgia? I mean, hasn't there been enough information with Garland Favorito? You know my friend Garland? I know your friend Garland really well. I figured you did. As a matter of fact, um, he also uses my affidavit quite a bit. He uses Jeff and David, yeah. Garland's a good guy. He's a very good guy. And uh, he's been in our studio a couple times. And uh, so with Garland and you and others that are working, why are why is the average Georgian, is that what you say in Georgia, Georgian? Georgian. Georgian. Why is the average Georgian not, uh, you know, demanding a forensic audit? Are, 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 are they been lied to by the media? Or oh, they what? are. They are demanding. So the media makes you guys all have to be crazy, right? Cooks, conspiracy people. Sasquatch, UFOs. Things like that. And they're misunderstanding this. They are wanting, they think what we want is to change the outcome of the election. Granted, I did not desire the outcome we have, and I think, you know, I think we have some pretty concrete truth as to what's going on, but we can talk about that in a minute. 
But beyond that, we just come we've just come to a point where everything is lied about, people who are in power, and that is the biggest problem with our elections. People want to debate, do we need the machine? Do we need to trash the machines? Do we need to go to all paper? Do we need to do XYZ? I want to say something. If we don't get rid of the people who are in charge, it doesn't matter whether we use machines. It doesn't matter. It's like Stalin said. It, you know, of course we let the people vote. It doesn't matter. It matters who counts the votes. It matters who counts. And when we have the kind of activity going on that we have had going on, it's time for some serious indictments to come down. Yeah. Let's talk about your race real quick. Your website is suzyvoils.com. suzyvoils.com. Let's talk about your race. Is this your first time to ever run for office? For Congress, yes. Or any office? Oh, well, I've been in leadership positions before, okay. but okay. not like this. So your first time to run for U.S. Congress. So clearly you've had enough of this and you're ready to clean house. I've had more than enough. I've tried to help other candidates for 20, 25, well, probably closer to 30 years now, but and candidates that have promised to do one thing, who have had a very good um, platform, they've done a lot of things, but look at our debt. We have over $30 trillion in debt and $99 trillion in unfunded mandate debt. Um, I mean, that clock spins so fast Absolutely. you can't see. Absolutely. But what really bothered me, you know, we've been talking about patriots. We're on the precipice. Are we going to be a republic, or are we going to lose our republic and and fall to communism? Exactly. Yep. So what district would you be in? I would be in Georgia's 6th district, which is North Fulton County, a little bit of Cobb County, on up into Cherokee, straight up into Forsyth County, and then into Dawson County. So we go from suburbia into the foothills of Appalachia. And how many are running in the primary for the Republican ticket? Um, at this point, there's seven of us. Okay. And who would you be running against on the Democrat side? Actually, at this point, there is no one. We have Lucy McBath in the seat right yeah, now. Yeah. But the seat was so, when it was redistricted, it became so predominantly red that she's going over to the seventh to run against Carolyn Bedreau, but it's So right now the Democrats don't even know if they're going to have a candidate. Well, somebody was going to jump in, but I, sh I think she realized it is so red. Um, but I knowing all that you know, do you believe that you can win an election? Meaning the fraud. Let's say you're the candidate. Let's say you win the primary, you're in the general. Do you think they, they could just steal it from you? Could they not? If we don't get this solved, yes, they could. But I want to tell you something. I still have faith in the people of Georgia, the people of America, that they're going to do the right thing, that they're going to, there's going to be such a groundswell. One of the problems with our runoff is too many people stayed home. Too many people thought, oh, my vote's not going to count. I'm worried about that this time, too. I will tell you one thing without a shadow of a doubt. If people don't get out and vote, 100%. Assurance their vote will not count. Yeah, like if you don't vote, your vote won't count. That's for sure. All right, Susie uh, Boyles, right? You're saying it right? SusieBoyles.com. You guys better check out how to spell it because the phonics isn't going to work necessarily. Susie Boyles, S U Z I V O Y L E S dot com. SusieBoyles.com. Susie, right. thank you. I think you know my parents too, right? I love your parents. Well, thank you. And I have loved you and your family from afar. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate all you do. Well, thank you, Susie. Appreciate it. Thank you.
Wow. Hey, Brand. Hey, Brand. Uh, I'm gonna endorse her. Put that. Write that down. Okay. Uh, Susie Boyle. This is the kind of people I endorse. Um, what a what a brave. How brave can you be? Um, uh, there's a few takeaways there that I don't agree with. Um, Brad Rasenberg is a criminal. 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 She says she knows him. If he said, what she said? Oh, he's smart. He knows tech. That's right. He does know how things work. That's the problem. When you combine that with your criminal mind, um, and then you have aspirations to be in control, he's got three things going for him. He's a criminal. He wants to be in control, and he's and he's smart. Uh, that's kind of what I heard there. Um, other than the criminal, I threw that part in because we we do know he's a criminal. What he's done to the state of Georgia. Um, the uh, the other takeaway she brings she brings up a point. Uh, which I, I don't say this often enough, but I'm going to say it, everybody, uh, before we go into the machine thing here. You've all heard me say, if we don't have, if the machines are still here in 2022, we lose our country forever. Um, well, we're in a primary right now. So just know, I mean, you've got to get out and vote. She does it. Your vote doesn't count at all if you don't go out and vote. You know, and so... Just know we're in the, you know, you can do two things right now. I'm sitting here in Texas today, uh, the, the primary, and uh, today the big vote, and and uh, we're waiting to hear how the great Attorney General Ken Vaxson did. Um, I pray for the sake of our country he won. Uh, we also have uh, what they've done to block him, the crooked, the crooked Republican uh, judges down here. That said, okay, Ken, we're not going to let you. Uh, we're not going to let you prosecute election crimes. It's just where does it end? And like she said, we got to get these leaders out of there. These corrupt leaders. That was another thing she said. Um, and and uh, and she's, you know, I wonder, you know, when you asked her, it's, I'll bet she sits in disbelief, as everyone does. You know, you're talking about people on the ground. Um, it is, it is communication, communication, communication. I like when you asked her, Brandon, in your interview, you said, because uh, when she got interviewed by Hannity, she said November. Remember, everybody, that was a year and three months ago. That wasn't November of 2021. I want to make that perfectly clear. Um, I'm surprised that Sean Hannity uh, interviewed her then. Uh, it had to be right after the election. And then when you said to her, hey, why do you think they stopped talking? And she was so puzzled. She goes, yeah. She said it with conviction, too. She goes, yeah, um, wonder why they did stop talking. We know why they did, because they're in on it. The Murdochs are in on it. They're in on it, everybody. Fox is in on it. That's why they went silent. You heard her right after the election. They're all the crime, all this stuff started about them. These are just citizens. They've had the same jobs for years. You think they all went? You think they all turned into liars because Donald Trump lost? Absolutely not. Jimmy Kimball asked me on his show, Mike, if your friend Donald Trump won, would you still be sounding the alarm for the machines? Absolutely, I told him. Absolutely, the danger would have been is if, uh, or I mean, not the danger. The da yeah, the danger would have been. That all, if it would have been the other way around, the Democrats would have said, hey, there was fraud in the machine. Boom, it would have came down. 
but we would have still used the machine. You know that, Brandon. Yeah. They would have still used everything. Would have been none of the crime would have came out over the last year. And people are just putting on Facebook here. They're going, why, why are we still using machines when when we know they're corrupt? Well, everybody, here's your calls to action. I'm going to try and end on time here. The calls to action. We're doing a class action lawsuit, everybody, to bring down the machine. This is very important. Go if you're a county clerk or county commissioner. If you're in any way involved in um, um, a county supervisor, go to Frank's Beach right here. The third or fourth square down says, you help get rid of the machine. I want you all to go there right now. Brandon, we had over 20 counties get signed up that went in there um, uh, for announcing yesterday. Hey, you as a citizen, I want all of you to go sign the petition now. Get over there, sign the petition, help get rid of the machines. This is a class action lawsuit. They are defective. It's a defective product uh, liability class action lawsuit against all machine companies. Bye-bye, Dominion. Bye-bye. Oh, wait, wait, you're not going away. We're going to sue you. We're going to get rid of you. You're all going to go to jail. You're all going to go to jail for treason. Now, let me tell our traitors, traitors. Let me tell you, Brandon, one more last thing. We went over Wisconsin, everybody, the big report, read the Gableman report right here on Frank's speech. I want all of you to get behind Gableman. Call all those senators and representatives in Wisconsin, and you say, help Tim Rathman get, uh, get the election of Wisconsin, pull down those electors. Now you have all the evidence you need. The report's right here, Brandon, posted on Frank's speech. This has been a two-hour special of the Lindell Report. Brandon, tell them what you got coming up tonight, the special of the year. The world, <laughs> the Worldview Report right now, and then at 7.30 Central, we begin a special Lindell TV special broadcast covering Biden's State of the Union. I'll be in one box, Leo Holman will be in another, and Biden and another. We'll be providing color commentary. That should be really interesting. Get the popcorn, folks. Tweet, text, email, Facebook, 7.30 Central, 8 Eastern. We're going to be doing color commentary to Biden's lie of the union. I mean, excuse me, state of the union. That's the Lindell Report. Thanks for watching. Take care. You're watching Lindell TV.